Hi, my name is Brandon. Brandon. And, uh, I'm really grateful to be here with you guys today. Uh, this meeting is really special to me. Uh, I came to this meeting, uh, this is the first meeting I ever came to, and it was my regular meeting for about two years. And, um, you know, honestly, it's taken me about two years to, like, really join Al-Anon, you know? Like, I, uh, you know, I met with a sponsor all of that time, and we've done, you know, we've worked through the steps and all that other stuff, but in terms of, like, really feeling comfortable and safe and opening up and, like, letting you folks get to know me and getting to know you people, it's taken me a little bit of time, and, um... I don't know, I just think that's really important to mention. I've been talking to a lot of folks who are like exploring Al-Anon for the first time, you know, and uh, they've kind of felt like people didn't come up to talk to them or, you know, they, they just didn't feel supported in the way that they wanted. And, uh, and it was just funny to, to reflect on my experience and share that with them. I was like, you know, if you had come like six months ago, I love you, but I wouldn't have talked to you either. You know? <laughs> and, that, and that's just because it's um, for me. It's just a really, uh, it's a really vulnerable thing, you know. Like uh, I get to, you guys hold space for me to safely look at parts of myself that I've been either unable or unwilling to look at for most of my life, you know. And um, it took me a long time before I left Al-Anon meetings, like, feeling good, you know? Like, it more just kind of, like, stirred stuff up, and uh, and I didn't want to talk to anyone, you know? But that's, that's different today, you know? There's a lot of people in this room that I love and uh, who have really been there for me. And you guys let me... You guys let me have my own program, you know? Like, you guys just said, keep coming back, and you guys were here, and... Uh, it could be whatever I wanted it to be, or whatever I needed it to be. And for that period of time, I needed to, uh, I needed to take my time, you know. And, uh, and I'm really appreciative for that. You know, a lot of that has to do with how I grew up. So, like, one of the big showcase qualities of Al-Anon, right, is we look at our, our upbringing and those experiences and kind of how they've been formed uh, how I live my life today, and whether those patterns are working for me or not. And uh, so in my household growing up, um, there was a lot of emotional enmeshment. There was a lot of emotional incest in the sense that, like, my mom, my mom wanted me to be her buddy, you know, and uh, my dad wasn't super emotionally available, and, um, you know, she would talk to me about all sorts of stuff, all sorts of adult stuff, even when I was a kid, including, like, her relationship with my dad, you know, which is kind of an awkward position to be in. And uh, basically, I just didn't really develop uh, a useful sense of self, you know, separate from you. Um, I didn't really know what my needs were uh, apart from, like, my mom and... Uh, Yeah, I just, uh, I didn't really know who I was or what I needed. And a lot of our house revolved around responding to my mom's moods and kind of what she needed to feel safe, you know. 
I remember feeling really resentful as a kid, like my mom would go to work, you know, it'd be my dad, myself, and my brother, and everything would seem fine, you know, and then like when she was about to come home, there'd be like this flurry of activity, like we need to clean this, and everything needs to be mm. like okay, and uh, and it's just, it's what I knew, and at the same time I knew there wasn't, there was something not quite right about that, you know, as a kid I remember feeling really resentful and defiant around that, and um, some other stuff that happened was when I was about 12, uh, my parents shared with me that my dad wasn't my biological father, and at the same time, my mom went back to school, and so we saw her like two days a week for like two years, and um, so she was uh, physically gone. My dad that I grew up with wasn't really emotionally present. And then I also kind of found out that we weren't, like, blood-related. So as a kid, that was kind of a big deal, you know, kind of cataclysmic all of a sudden. <coughs> and, uh, you know, I kind of developed this really strong abandonment complex, which kind of, like, has informed a lot of my behavior, you know. Um, and so when my mom would come back, it was this real kind of emotional kind of push-pulling, you know, like she'd be gone, and then she would come back, and there would, like, be this, like, flooding and enmeshment. And so that's kind of like how I learned to relate to people. It was either, you know, stand back or it was like total, you know. And um, it took me a while. It took me, it took recovery in AA and it took recovery in Al-Anon for me to realize that there's this whole continuum of options, you know, in terms of how to relate to people and the content and uh, the level and types of intimacy and all this other stuff. But for a long time, I just, it was either one or the other. Mm. And uh, what I did to protect myself when that kind of flooding happened is uh, I learned to kind of keep my head down. And the way that I did that was uh, I did kind of everything right. I tried to pretty much excel at everything. So it was through like, proficiency and really extreme like independence mm -hmm. that's how I took care of myself you know so I always did my own thing I uh, you know whether people liked it or not and I perfectionism was really important to me I don't know if I would have called it that, but it's definitely like my worst long-term relationship is perfectionism <laughs> 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 Yeah, and that's just how I lived my life, you know. Basically, like, my core fears that drove me and still drive me, but to a lesser degree, is that if you actually find out who I am, it's either going to be too much or not enough, and you're going to leave. And so let me kind of put on this poker face and make it seem like I've got it all together, I've got it all figured out, as long as I'm the person who knows, you know, the person who's got it all together, who's good at it, you know, the person you'll come to for, like, particular things, then uh, I'm safe, you know, and then I'm safe. And um, that came out, that's come out a lot in uh, romantic relationships, and I was, I was deciding whether I wanted to share this because I'm actually like still a little ashamed of it but I'm going to do it anyway <laughs> and uh, I had this thing where if I'm like particularly in the past but you know it still comes up every now and then if I'm like dating somebody and I'm meeting somebody new and I find out that like 
they have a really intense difficulty or like an illness or something like that, like part of me like lights up because I'm like, oh, I can get really knowledgeable about this and really proficient mm -hmm. and I can make it seem like I really know what's going on and I'm really attentive and that will keep me safe, you know, mm -hmm. it will keep you from leaving. And uh, that's a little sick. You know? <laughs> but it's, you know, that's that's what I'm working with, you know, and I, uh, as opposed to the past, uh, one, I, I have awareness about that, that's kind of a big deal, and uh, I don't necessarily act on it, which is kind of a big deal, you know, like I really take some time to sit with and put an inquiry into, like, why am I attracted to different types of people in my life, you know, like, what is that about, and is it, uh, is it wholesome, is it transformative, or is it, you know, reinforcement of my baggage, am I playing out these old patterns, you know, and both of those things happen still today, you know, it's just I uh, have a little bit more awareness about it, or, like, I become aware maybe a little earlier, you know, I don't invest so much. But um, but I was thinking too. I was like, so why do I like come to Al-Anon? You know, like what, it's Saturday morning. Like, why are we all here? <laughs> and, uh, you know, because I don't have much active alcoholism in my life anymore. You know, in terms of like people drinking. You know, there's still alcoholism in my life for sure. But uh, I am here. I believe that I'm my qualifier. I'm here because. Uh, I'm addicted to the illusion of control. I'm also here because I, I'm really attached to these ideas that if you're okay, I'm okay. Or I will be okay if you do this or you stop doing that. <laughs> and so this investment, like I, I have this habit of investing my well-being and the behavior of other people. Mm -hmm. And that is really, uh, doesn't really set me up for success. <laughs> to be, uh, to have a contented, useful life, you know, it's, that means my sense of well-being and my sense of well, uh, self-worth is kind of up and down, up and down, and uh, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And so, I came to Al-Anon uh, at about I was about two years clean sober in AA, and I was, uh, it was at the tail end of a relationship with another sober alcoholic, and um, I found, I just didn't really feel like I knew who I was, I, uh, I would get resentful because they seemed to be able to advocate for what they needed, and I didn't really know what I needed, or didn't really know how to communicate about it, and I kind of expected other people to meet my needs rather than taking responsibility myself for getting them met, you know. And so I felt like crazy and resentful all the time. And uh, I had come to some meetings here and there, but it was kind of when that incarnation of that relationship was ending, that's when I started coming regularly. And, uh, you know, given my experience in other 12-step groups, like, I kind of knew what to do. Like, I needed, I knew I needed to do the steps if I wanted to uh, experience the change that all of you guys were talking about. And so I came in, I raised my hand, I said, I need a sponsor. And I paid really close attention to who raised their hand saying that they were willing to sponsor. And I just needed someone. So I just asked someone, and it's worked out really great, and I'm glad about that. But uh, it was just really key for me to jump in immediately, you 
to have some consistency in my program. The other, oh, the other thing that I'm a little embarrassed about that I decided I would share as well. The other thing that got me into Al-Anon is that uh, my ex had started to go to Al-Anon regularly, and so they had, um, it was clear that they were getting more tools, and at the same time, like, you know, we're doing less people-pleasing, and so I wasn't so pleased. <laughs> and so there was like this, like, there was also like a little competitive edge, you know, like, part of me wanted some of those tools, and part of me, like, didn't, you know, didn't want to feel less than or, or whatever, so, you know, that's actually kind of a big part of what got me in hell, competing with other people emotionally. But, uh... So what my Al-Anon program looks like today is uh, I meet with a sponsor regularly. I do the Al-Anon steps. I'm uh, in the middle of the fourth step, which is a really beautiful <coughs> and uncomfortable uh, experience. But um, I go to one regular Al-Anon meeting a week because it is my second program, and the other program keeps me alive, so that has to be my priority. But Al-Anon has taught me how to deal with all of the minutiae in between, and how to have uh, more peace of mind in my life, and how to know myself um, much more deeply, and to be willing to go to the places that I wasn't willing to go to before. And so what's different today, as a result of doing Al-Anon, is a couple of things, and I was talking to my sponsor about this too, because uh, the change happens really incrementally and kind of amorphously, and so it was kind of difficult for me to think like, well, what has changed in my life? And um, I think the biggest thing is actually knowing like what my needs are, you know. Um, one of the first times I sat down with my sponsor and we were getting to know each other, we were sitting at this cafe and um, I think it was it was in March or something like that, and it was kind of cold. And uh, and I was cold, and I couldn't. And obviously, I, I was like visibly cold, like you could see it. And he just let me have my experience, and uh, he asked me, he's like, you know, you seem cold. You know? <laughs> um, you know, why didn't you ask to move someplace where it was warm? And part mm. of me, uh, one, didn't know that I could. Mm. Um, the other thing was. Uh, you know, wanting to avoid conf potential conflict, um, not wanting to seem needy, like just mm -hmm. all of this stuff. I didn't, I, I mean, when he asked me that question, I didn't really have an answer at that time. Um, but th that just illustrates for you, like, how basic, how basically I was disconnected kind of from myself and what I needed and being able to ask for those things. And, uh, and today I don't have that problem. You know, I have a big list, actually. <laughs> of all of my needs, and I add to it over time, you know, as I come to know myself a little bit more deeply, and that is such a useful barometer, you know, because in, in Al-Anon we talk all about, you know, detaching, detaching with love, and it sounds like this really uh, abstract concept, it's like, if I knew how to do that, I wouldn't come here, you know? <laughs> and for me, detaching with love, uh, the way I do that is to focus on self-care and to focus on myself. And I can use that list and say, okay, which of these things am I doing or not doing? And it helps me to identify when I'm being obsessive and when I'm not, you know? 
So that's that's a big thing. Uh, when I first came in, like there were different parts of the readings that I really latched on to. At the beginning, it was uh, the part where we say no longer terrified because I was terrified all the time. The big thing that I uh, am into right now and have been for a while is you know, we can be happy or whatever, um, whether the alcoholic is still drinking or not. And uh, I kind of extrapolate that, you know, it's like, I can have peace of mind and happiness and self-care, regardless of what other people are doing or not, you know. And, uh, you know, my mom is somebody that I do a lot of program work around um, because I need to. And... My relationship to her behavior is totally different today, you know? At the beginning, uh, any little thing that she would do, would just, I was just a total aversion. She's like, oh, you know, I just can't, like, I can't contact you for months now, you know? Like, it affected me that deeply. Like, I just didn't have the internal boundaries, you know? And, uh, you know, she and my dad came and visited me recently, and... She still does all the same stuff that she does, you know? Like, uh, she came over to my house, and she does... I call her helicopter mom, because she, like, hovers, right? <laughs> uh, there's, like, a personal space thing, and there's, there's, a, there's an intensity to her presence, and um, it didn't freak me out anymore, and nothing... She hasn't changed a bit, um, but my sense of security, my sense of well-being, and how I relate to her is different today. And that uh, growth is available in any relationship, you know, like in Al-Anon, we kind of focus on the source, you know, (laughs) and uh, from there, it kind of ripples out into all of my other relationships, you know, if I can work on the stuff with my parents, my family of origin, and lovers, and blah, 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 like... You know, the, the person on the street's super easy after that, you know, or other drivers or something like that. And um, so that is really different. Uh, another big theme of my Al-Anon recovery has been um, actualizing sexual authenticity. That's been a really important part. Um, getting to know myself in that way and coming to find that... Uh, you know, I'm attracted to lots of different types of people, and uh, I think it's totally fine to have different relationships and to meet different needs, and to do that with good communication and to do it ethically has been a big theme of my recovery. And now, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, the big difference now is uh, I've kind of started to turn outward in Al-Anon, and uh, working with sponsees, connecting with newcomers, helping people to feel welcome. But I had to have my own direct experience first, you know, I had to have my own recovery before I could start to share that with other people. And so to really join Al-Anon, to really uh, be part of this community that has given me so much, just so much, like so much that it's like difficult to even like conceptualize and articulate. But, um, I don't know. I don't know if I have anything else to say. I'm just really grateful for you guys being here and letting me be me and uh, for sharing yourself honestly. So thank you very much.